I'm Dr. Stephanie Munt. And I'm Dr. Ellie Summers. And this is Two Women Running Their Mouths, a podcast for women who run by women who run. Our 80-20 rule, 80% dishing, 20% running. Women Running Their Mouths, a podcast by women who run, for women who run. I always mess that up. For women who run. That should come first. I think that's what comes first. <laughs> for women for, who run. For all of us who run. It's for all of us, but really women. Let's be real. Yes. All of us women. Yes. All of us women. Today, we're talking about social media. We are dishing, ranting, <laughs> raging. <laughs> all of those things yeah. about social media today. I think, uh, what, what to unpack here, I think why, maybe we talk about why we wanted to talk about this. Yeah. So last week, well, I mean, this happens every week for the most part, but <laughs> many weeks <laughs> when, uh, I shared something on social media, it was, uh, I felt like it was well received, yeah. but there was a Great comment. Post. Yeah. There was a comment that said something along the lines of here's what I would fix or here's what I would change. Yes. <laughs> and I answered very politely and, but in my head was thinking like, all right, thank you. <laughs> but Ellie sent me a text saying like, what, what, why, why is this necessary? And that's exactly what I was thinking, but this happens, this happens a lot. This happens a lot. I think, uh, social media is wrought with people ready at the ready to correct you on the things you bring to the table. And dare I say in the physical therapy world, it is much more prominent for women or maybe, maybe, I don't know that it is more prominent necessarily. I can't really attest to that. I don't know what men's experiences are. I think that maybe for women, it is taken more personally in ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly I take it really personally and start to like unravel everything I wrote and like What did I say that was wrong here? What does it mean? What if people think I'm stupid? Yes, (laughs) all of those things, for sure. All of those things. Um, And I think in this particular case with Steph's Steph's experience, you know, it, it came from a person that likely we both really respect and admire and we know means well, um, but I think it still brings a lot of harm and potentially deters you from being, uh, being able to post really comfortably and freely and easily, mm-hmm. um, which is frustrating. Yeah, it is. And I think, as you said, the freely and comfortably is the big piece. You know, I think we do obviously need to be mindful and intentional with what we post. Well, Maybe, I mean, maybe not. Really I don't different. even know. Yeah, I, I would I like to be and I am. Um, but I've had experiences in the past where it's, you know, 
paralysis by analysis where I'm just mm -hmm. looking for perfection in these things that I'm saying in case it doesn't um, sound right or in case it comes across as being dumb or um, wrong to anyone and then you just end up not sharing and that's when right. people just shut down and you know social media isn't the uh, I don't know what the what the word is like the the place where it's like oh I posted it and now I'm free and like yay yeah. that, that's not it either but um, I think that can then transcends over to even sharing in um, groups of clinicians who you may view yeah. as experienced in you or um, smarter than you and then you end up just taking in everything that everyone else says thinking that what you you believe or what your views are are maybe not necessarily worthwhile or of value yeah I think that's like a good way to sort of unpack it um, you know and social social media is not what I consider a safe space I'm using air quotes there um, I think in my time on social media, I have realized that people will always have opinions about my fucking opinion. And what is frustrating about that is most often I am, I'm gonna say air quotes, bullied or even harassed or baited. All of this is kind of in air quotes cause it's kind of hard to explain sometimes by white men. <clears throat> And they're the ones that want to come in classically on my pages and correct me and tell me that I'm wrong and um, kind of be assholes about it. So it becomes a space where I just am mad at times because I can't just share an opinion without somebody saying, well, your opinion is wrong. And then you get, you, you know, then it affects you for some time afterwards when somebody, somebody literally came into Steph's page to be like, this is wrong without saying it overtly that this was wrong, that Steph's way of phrasing something was wrong and shared, even shared a, like, uh, what do they call those? Like a little image to like show yeah, his point infographic. <laughs> and it just, it just bothers me because I think it's an unfair approach to come onto someone's page where you're trying to help people and you're trying to share your story and your experience and through your lens and through your phrasing only to be met with somebody being like, oh, this is great, except that you did all this wrong. And I think it just, it's like a, this extra burden that I personally am so sick and tired of dealing with. And physical therapists are so self-righteous mm -hmm. and think that, you know, they're saving someone by correcting you. Mm -hmm. And the reality is for the most part, just, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Leave, leave me alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think if, there is something that you disagree with and it matters to you to find out more about where that person's coming from. It's fair to send them a personal message or a direct message. Like, I think it, it would have been a different case if that had been what was sent like, Hey, I loved your post. Um, what do you think about this that I found that re might relate? Not, yeah. Hey, let me fix this for you. I know you didn't ask for help, but I'm here to help you. <laughs> Just, yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not, not I think, really appropriate. 
I know. And I think, I think it comes through this guise of professional discourse. Like if you're on social media posting things, you have to be willing to engage in professional discussions with people in order to quote unquote advance the profession and move people forward. And I think it's bullshit. It, within the profession, in the times that I have been either asked questions of by people, nobody wants to engage in professional discourse. They just want to prove me wrong and they just want to prove themselves right. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like even if somebody slides into my DMs to ask a question, there's, there's like two types of people that will do it, right? It's like somebody will come in and ask a question and it's pretty obvious what they're trying to do. <laughs> Oftentimes it's just to like bait and switch and like start to like make an argument with me. Mm -hmm. uh, the second time somebody will slide in to engage in what I'm going to air quote is professional discourse. Typically they make it very clear up front that they're not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> and, and then it's, then it calms me down a little bit on the back end being like, okay, I'm going to trust this person not to be an asshole about this. Let's like start the conversation. But I think that um, so often people don't realize how it makes somebody feel about engaging on social media. And I used to feel pretty strongly that we needed to like really support women in a positive way. Honestly, nowadays, I just, I'm so fed up with social media. I'm so mad about the lack of, the lack of equal representation, the lack, I mean, I feel like social media is like a, uh, putting a magnifying glass on the patriarchy, on capitalism, on racism, on misogyny, like mm -hmm. <laughs> nothing is off limits on social media. You know, if you want to be a dick, you can be a dick really easily behind the, the keyboard. So, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. And not even to mention, I mean, I, didn't know this existed, but the algorithms and how there is a, like a, a bigger body that's controlling some of the things that, or if not all of the things that we see. Right. And that's, that's a, and who wrote that? I mean, time. I don't know who wrote that, but right. Typically, you know, that perspective who matters in the algorithms is coming from a very narrowed perspective. Really? a cis gendered white guy's perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't know that for certain, but I'm theorizing. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would uh, guess that you're on the right track there. Yeah, and I think the question then becomes, you know, how, did, how does that make you feel? You know, how does getting feet, I'm gonna say feedback like that, air quotes, lots of air quotes on this show <laughs> that you cannot see, only we can see. Can imagine Yes. How does that make you feel? Doesn't it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's that feeling, like you said, of like angst of what did I do wrong? Now I need like I should have proofread this. I should have known that. I should have mentioned that too. Yeah. I missed something. And it's it's ick. It's ick. Yes. <laughs> For the perfectionist in us, it's ick. <laughs> I think it's ick for anyone. Some people seem maybe to be able to tolerate it a lot better, um, but I think it's ick for every, everyone. And it gets, it gets a little tricky to navigate when you're also trying to protect yourself from those feelings because they can last mm -hmm. for many, many hours, if not through the day, 
this like dark self-criticism or just frustration, rage, and anger. <laughs> they can, yeah. And into the next because that's also thing. Yeah. It's also public facing, right? Mm -hmm. So then what what you're trying to navigate as a woman on social media is this public facing correction. And then how do you how do you approach that? Like by maintaining the status status quo, like be polite. You know, if you're polite, then it's maybe not the right, you know, representation of what you truly feel inside. Right. Authentic. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't respond or you delete it, how does that look? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and for me, it comes down to down to boundaries. This is like a whole boundary thing that I have on social media and I developed over time is like, if you're on my page, it's my rules. <laughs> I don't care who you are anymore. If you're being a dick, I won't have it. And that's it. And if I feel icky about it, I won't have it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a completely fair rule. It's your yeah. space. They're, yeah. They're there. Um, I do want to acknowledge though. I think there's, there the feelings that come up, right, are difficult to control, if not impossible to control. But there are ways that, you know, I've been working on and can take responsibility for creating the meaning out of what's been posted, you know, and, and looking at it from that person's perspective. And um, like we talked about, it's well-meaning. It may not be the most appropriate, but, um, but on the other side, you know, if we all took responsibility for thinking about where the other person is coming from that you're about to interact with, would that even come up? You know, if we took yeah. the time to say, huh, like their beliefs and their experiences probably shaped what they're saying. Is it necessary for me to bring my opinion into this? Um, you know, I feel like the world would just be a better place if we all <laughs> thought like, huh, where is that person coming from in saying that? Okay, I can see that. My comment is probably not necessary. Yeah. But yeah, may not. I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a pipe dream of mine. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know. I think it's funny. Like you'll see. Sometimes I'll, I, a while back, I saw a woman professional athlete on Twitter posted something about her treatment in physical therapy, which included. I want to say it was some form of like scraping or maybe cupping in physical therapy. And Twitter like blew up a storm, the physical therapy Twitter, <laughs> and wanted to pop into this woman athlete's life to say the treatment she was receiving was ridiculous and that she should not be sharing such um, poorly supported treatments on her social media page because she has this big following and it 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 pisses me off because I think people do that thinking that they're saving others from the influence this person has on her like social media without recognizing that this doesn't work to solve these problems I have never seen it work in that regard. Like now all of a sudden this athlete is going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. Like I should, I should read the literature on physical therapy and make sure that my treatment is 
supported in the literature because I have this huge following. It's absurd. It's nonsense. And it's just another way, in my, my opinion, to police women and what they share online and who they share it to and how they share it. You know, even a well-intended comment is still a form of policing. And I think that's like, that's the thing that bothers me in the physical therapy world about how people engage with each other is it's through the guise of professional discourse. Like I have the responsibility to engage with your attempt to tone police my message mm -hmm. because of professional progression. Right. Like go read a fucking article. No, <laughs> this is not where professional discourse is gonna occur for me, period. Mm -hmm. No, and that that's that falls under the yeah the saviorism of you know well I know more so I'm gonna make sure yes. that I spread this to the masses so that everyone can be as informed and educated as I am and it, it I think just exemplifies that we're so stuck in wanting to be right and or yeah. believing that our views are the best views and of course we're all biased that way in other words <laughs> we, would, we would think otherwise right we wouldn't believe we're allowed. <laughs> We wouldn't believe things that we don't think are right, but um, coming at it from the point of, just like you said, like policing and I need to, to change this person's opinion to further the profession is not helping us. It's not helping us at all, I don't think. I think it's making things worse, but I don't know. I don't know that this is all just conjecture based on my, my own experiences. My friend was telling me recently about a book um, that I, I think it's maybe called like, there's no something along the lines of like, there's no right way to be a woman. And I think that's like the experience that I have on social media. I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't, I'm, you know, if somebody's being a jerk to me publicly and I'm like fighting back, somebody's going to be like, wow, she's being so mean to him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what whereas if I'm like really nice and placate to what he's trying to do, somebody else is going to be like, man, she needs to toughen up. <laughs> and I think it speaks to this truth and experience that women have in our day to day and within the context of social media, that there's no right way to be a woman. There's no right way to show up. You show up acting like, you know, it all, somebody's going to be like, let's take you down two notches. Mm -hmm. You don't show up at all you know, maybe, maybe you're not showing up at all because of that, because you don't want to be dealing with that extra noise and nonsense mm -hmm. of feeling like you're wrong because you probably already feel that way. I just think that's like a real feeling that yeah. women experience is this, this perpetual feeling that we don't know enough, that we're not smart enough, that we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And working every day to try and embody that we're more than enough <laughs> at all times. It's, it's a lot of work. So. It is. It is exhausting. Yeah. And yeah. with the, the social media aspect, I agree. It's, it has probably added a lot of mm, angst. It's added angst to my life. I don't know yeah. if there are many positives that have come out of it. I think sharing <laughs> I think sharing things and actually, you know, coming back, well, let me re revise that. So I do think there are a few things, positive things. I think without it, I probably wouldn't have found some support in my own journey with injuries 
and been able to share, you know, I think a lot of us have our own story that we've, um, you know, the ups and downs that we've overcome. And that could be someone else's kind of guidebook, playbook, and it reassuring that they're not alone and they can also get through it. So I do think that's a positive. But I do notice the days that I spend much less time on it. I'm generally less distracted. I'm more creative. I'm just kind of more present than on days yeah. that I'm on it more. And that's a hard balance with a business, particularly mm -hmm. one that has online components. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that completely. It's, um, yeah, it's a very difficult thing to navigate because I agree with you in the, in the times that I've had some more, uh, aggress I'm as, uh, aggressive isn't the right, some more questioning of my views and my opinions on social media, I walk away from that feeling really, really bad about myself, feeling bad about, you know, questioning if, if, you know, I've read too much into the comment or question that I received from somebody questioning on my opinion and what I think to be true and what I, you know, feel in my soul and just a lot of sadness about feeling invisible. And I think that's like a big component to why I, why I initially engaged in social media, because I wanted to be seen. I wanted people to hear what I had to say, um, you know, to really like toot my own horn a little bit, like give myself an opportunity to say something. Um, and it has definitely served that it's giving me that, but it's also come with, uh, so much self-righteous physical therapists trying to prove me wrong mm -hmm. in some regard. And it's not fun. It's not fun to deal with. And then to your point, you know, you get sucked in to, to the social media vortex mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, scroll, scroll, scroll. Let me feel bad about myself. Scroll, scroll, <laughs> scroll. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of unhealthy. <laughs> there's a lot of positives. I mean, we met through social media. Yes. So, so yeah. lots of positives can come from it for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but it is a difficult space to navigate as a woman, I think. And I think, you know, if you are somebody listening to this, one of the best things that you can do for anyone engaging on social media is support them. Like, I know this is going to sound absurd. This is going to sound absurd, but almost like with no questioning. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know that sounds ridiculous because it's like some people are absolutely horrible on social media. They are absolutely awful human beings. Um, I would venture a guess the people you follow probably align with you in some ways. And I think, you know, generally, if the moral compass is on point, there's no reason for you to jump in and prove someone wrong or tell them why they shouldn't be posting what they're posting. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, just move along. That's yeah, it. Don't follow them, move along. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not to say that, you know, beliefs shouldn't be challenged. You know, we should be challenging our own and others, but I don't think social media is the place. Like, what's the point of just going back and forth on comments? You know, if, if yeah. you truly feel that, you know, it's about intention. If you truly feel that there's something you want to address, that's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I think 
personally that challenging others' beliefs is uh, something I might engage with with people I'm close to um, and not not coming at it with that intention, really. It's more of a discussion. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna be like, oh, why do you believe that? Tell me more. It's more of like, how can we, how can I learn more from you? And in that way, maybe their beliefs will change, maybe it won't. But going back and forth on a comment thread is just not not the place. Yeah. Not the place. Yeah. Yeah. Should just be, you know, if you Again, you if you <laughs> you can have an opinion and not tell everyone about right. it, and not comment on other people's things about it. It's okay. Share your opinion yeah. on your page. Yeah. So here's a little here's a little trick of the trade, and I'm I don't know if you do this too, but sometimes I'll use um, things that make me feel things on other people's pages as content for my own page. So if I see something on somebody else's page. I'm going to use my beliefs on my own page. I don't go into their page and be like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Here's all the reasons why you're wrong. I also maybe not going to my page being like, here's why this person is wrong, but I'm using it as content to engage people in my thought process. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that has been a productive way for me to turn social media, I'm going to say into a positive in ways in that it's, there are people who make me think, but I think the difference is I'm not going in there to prove somebody wrong on their page. And, you know, hum- I'm going to use the terms humiliate because that's what it feels like sometimes, humiliate them publicly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a, a big difference is, you know, just not going in somewhere to somebody else's content and somebody else's page to make them feel less than definitely yeah so I'm sure there's more to say about this in some capacity but (laughs) yeah I was like I could get into you know these uh, thinking so deeply profoundly I like to think of just like prove the word prove and uh you know it's what can we actually prove like Yeah. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> that starts to get a little weird, but you know, like all, everything that we know has been created by a faulty human. And mm-hmm. yeah, we have our scientific methods and we have our ways that we think things may be less wrong or more correct. But the idea of just proving something is, I don't, I don't think we can really yeah. anything. Humans are so complex. The, yeah. world, the world is complex and we don't have enough information and things evolve. So we probably never will to truly prove that anything is the perfect solution to anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Point. I think that's a good point. I, and, you know, I want to acknowledge too, that I do think there needs to be accountability on social media in ways, in many, many ways, you know, God, you just like look at some of the comments that black women receive on social media, or even one of my favorite social media accounts on Instagram right now is an account called you look like a man. And it's all of the hate and violence and misogyny against women on social media. That's like the main, the main point of the page is to highlight that stuff. And it's, 
really important to see that, but there needs to be accountability. You know, we can't, we can't allow that to continue, I think, at all. Like it, and there's just no checks and balances. So maybe with accountability, we'll have improved like rules around the things that can be shared until that day comes. I think moral compass wise, for me, it's just like staying within my own space and bubble, knowing that I'm doing the best that I can, that everyone out there is probably doing the best that they can too, but it's not my responsibility to hold this person accountable to what I think is right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, will I go in and try to stand up and fight for a person who's being bullied online? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that can get tricky as well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I, on Facebook, a thing I hate about Facebook is like, you go in, you maybe like make a comment on somebody's post and then somebody comments on yours. And then you, there's like this thread that's happening. You can see who likes which comments as the post is going along. It drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> Because it's so blatantly like side oriented at that point, because now you can see that, you know, the comment that person made on yours is being liked by like six people and you only got one like on your comment. What does that, it's just a, it's just a whole mind, mind mess for me. Yeah. Yeah. Have you felt that before too? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then that contributes to, it's like a popularity bias right? yeah. contributes to your feelings of, wait, am I actually wrong about this? If the majority of people are not on quote air quotes on my side. Yeah. And deters. And I think biases white men classically and deters many women from engaging in posts because like, it feels like nobody listens anyway. What's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to make a comment and nobody's going to listen to it anyway why would I even bother? Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because we need women to be engaging in, you know, in Facebook groups and engaging in a way that's, you know, not all about proving people right or wrong, but yeah, just sharing. Another. Sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Anyway, I feel like maybe, you know, we need to end on a high note with this episode. Yes. (laughs) Dish dish episodes are always kind of fun because I feel like Steph and I spend a decent amount of time dishing before we start these episodes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we get on the mic and we're like, how do we talk about this in a, you know, correct way? Yeah, I mean, it, it plays out in this scenario it too, does. right? Like, it does. Can I share and be completely self-expressed and free, right. but also be intentional and and tactful? Right, right, right. So I think you know, end end note here, footnotes. Or do you have anything else to say before I do a footnote? No, I think though you're right. The positive end is that you can meet awesome people on social media that you wouldn't otherwise meet. I mean, this, especially having started a business in the past year, meeting other female entrepreneurs that way in the physical therapy space has been so helpful. And like, it just created such a supportive network for me. So I do appreciate that aspect a lot. Yeah, I do too. And it's also helped me learn how to set boundaries and that setting boundaries is acceptable and okay. 
and um, that I can do that in a way that feels good and right for me to feel comfortable showing up the way that I want to and need to for my business um, and as myself. So, you know, so engage if you can. I do encourage you to engage despite all this (laughs) frustration and rage and difficulty. And I think connect with women who you know will support and encourage you um, and know that you can set boundaries. You can hit the block button. You can delete comments. You can ignore people. Um, you know, there, there are people who are like, you need to be responding if you're trying to grow an Instagram business, responding to every single comment. I don't, I don't think that's true. So I'm doing decently well in my business and don't respond to all comments and delete some. So I agree. Mm-hmm. set your boundaries. It's a-okay. There are no rules. You do what feels good for you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. And I think that's it. That's going to be a wrap for this season. We are six episodes in to season two here. We will probably take a few weeks off and then recalibrate and calculate how we want to move the podcast forward and continue to refine. Anything left to say here on season two? I don't think so. Okay. Reach out to us if you need anything, run coaching, physical therapy, all that jazz. If you just want to chat. Yeah, just want to connect. Yeah. We're here for you. And I think that's it. We're out. All right. See you on the next season.